register that not everybody can hear. <laughs> yeah, it's all right. All right, here, uh, here we go. It's time for the show that brings the magic right to your speakers. Ears up! Hey everybody, welcome. It's Ears Up Podcast. We're a little bit lighter today. Uh, the Terrence is out. And I don't mean that because, uh, you know, of any reason, any, any, any weight reason. I'm not saying that, so everyone just don't go running to Terrence, start tweeting at him. <laughs> that Jason called you fat. Because Terrence is looking very svelte lately, and I don't mind telling him that. Anyway, uh, we are here, of course, with Taryn and Beverly. Hi, Bev. Hi. Hi. We have a good show for you. It's a Bev show. And Bev is going to be talking to us today about the history of everybody's favorite futuristic modern ride that was uh, widely adapted by everyone, every mass transit authority ever, the monorail. <laughs> Yay! So we're very excited about the uh, monorail show today, folks. I love the monorail. I do sort of miss the monorail. I think that was on one of our, like, you can't go to Disneyland without shows. Mm. Like, for I, I love riding the monorail. At least even one Even at time. Disneyland? What do you mean, as a, even at As opposed to we're gonna get into Disney this. World. Okay. Uh, I don't understand. The di- I mean, it's the monorail. What do you, what do you mean? Air What's, conditioning. Oh, yeah. I don't it's care. a big difference. It's not that, but... For me in Disneyland, we <laughs> we usually we usually go in the cooler months, anyways. That is true. So I don't really care about about air conditioning. I guess I just find this interesting um, because we don't go on the monorail that often. At least once, at least once a trip. No, we don't. Come we on, absolutely. I cannot do. even remember the last time we went on the monorail. You went on the last time we went on yeah. the monorail. It was the last time we were in Disneyland without. Yes, because I had to carry. The stupid stroller, and to fold the thing down, and we held out, dude. I, yes, we go on the monorail literally every single time, and I'm shocked <laughs> at you that you don't. I remember going that. on on the monorail once with Alice, but we've gone to Disneyland twice with Alice. So, yeah, both times. Okay, okay. I because will... as the man, oh my, because I'm strong, <sighs> I have to carry the thing. Are you done? No. See, because <laughs> my muscles are so... Whatever. Whatever is correct. Uh, find us on social media, everybody. We're on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, Pinterest. Uh, we have feedback. We don't have any feedback tonight, but if you want to send us feedback to the show, uh, Taryn at earsup-podcast.com. Show suggestions goes to Terrence at earsup-podcast.com. You can say hi. Hi. Bev. And uh, anything else uh, comes to me, Jason, ears up, com, or hit us up on social or, you know, whatever. You can get in contact with us any number of ways. Um, but before we uh, get to the rest of the show, I want to remind you guys about Concy Ears. They are patiently waiting for you guys to be, start booking your Disney World vacations and all of that fun stuff. And because, you know, Downtown Disney's open, you can still go, you know, you can still book... Uh, I believe well, I should probably should clarify because you can still do like uh, trip packages. I think to SoCal. Can you stay? At, you, there's no Disneyland hotels that are open, are there? No, they're all closed. I don't you'd, think so. You'd think that there would be because they're open. They're I mean, they're opening Buena Vista Street. They've opened Downtown Disney. You'd think that there would be. Yeah, why wouldn't they? Something right, but 
I don't know. Anyway, um, but if you want to try to go to Disney World, like Bev is doing uh, next October, or actually this this coming October, September. September. Oh well, there you go. Um, use Conti ears; they will definitely help you out. And I think at a later show, Bev, we'll probably talk about your experience because I know you're starting to work with them too and planning yeah, your trip. And it, that is not too early to start planning <laughs> to start planning a big trip like Disney World. It is not no, too early. No, I at all. don't think it is, and I'm. I had a conversation, uh, in inaugural conversation yesterday, yeah. and um, I mean, like a lot of things were covered that I knew, but then there were a lot of things that were brought to my attention that I just didn't e- didn't think about, didn't know about, didn't know that I could start, could even start thinking about. So it was it was cool. Yeah, it's interesting, man, because Disney World is a whole different animal, and it took Taryn and I a Apparently. long time to figure out, and even then we didn't. I would I wouldn't say we did it the right way. But the way we did it worked for us, and it was fine. But it was still like, I remember halfway through going, I don't really know if we're getting the full experience right now. I mean, you might as well be planning Can't a trip to the UK, like like across the sea, the, the, the ocean, yeah, not the sea. Just pick Anywhere. one thought and just take it, man. You don't need to branch off. Somewhere. We're doing just fine. But uh, The UK, period. End of sh- full stop. Would whatever. Have been great. Stop it. Anyway, She's expressing herself. Also, so it's interesting to note that our trip there, while it worked for us the way we did it then, would mm-hmm. not work the same now with Alice. Oh, no, 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 no. It so not. it's interesting because, like, yeah. it would be a totally different, it will be a totally different trip someday. Right. And you can go on forums and you can go online and you can get everybody's, like, weird ass onesie twosie advice, but don't do that. Go to Concierge. They'll help you. Not only will they give you advice, but they'll book everything for you, too. They'll do everything for you. And it's no and, extra charge. No extra charge. And what I, something that I learned that I thought was the coolest thing is that I can't talk too much about this because there's ears in my house. Ah, but right. oh, you, can, you, can, you can select something uh-huh. and decide upon it. And then if anything changes or goes on sale... Uh huh. They'll monitor that for you. That's right. And adjust your price. That's right. Cool. Yeah. So they will uh, contact you and say, "Oh, we got a cheaper price." Although I think it's going to be really hard to do now. I mean, like, <laughs> it'd be hard for you, I think, to get much cheaper because I, I, I don't. Yeah. I, I think these are rock bottom prices you're going to get. You know, trying to book now. But. Well, and I, I think if anything, it's going to be a benefit through my credit card, which yeah. they're also monitoring. Cool. Right. Yeah. It's really cool. So check them out, concierge. Uh, dot com. You can support the show. Go to uh, etsy.com slash shop slash coveyors. We got some shirts and coveyors and a bunch of fun stuff over there. Uh, but the absolute best way, patreon.com slash ears up. Sign up to be a Patreon subscriber. We do have a $2 a month level, and I, I was thinking about it the other day. I was posting the secret show. And um, so you Patreon folks, <laughs> secret show's up. And uh, mm-hmm. I, I saw the, the, the $2 a month uh, description. And it was like, oh, a buck a show. And I'm like, oh, that's cute. We used to only do two shows. Oh, yeah. Now, now we have like eight. <laughs> so it's like a quarter a show. So if you want to sign up just to support the show and give us a quarter every time we release a show, that's two bucks. I mean, that's not how it works, but that's what it comes out to. Uh, $5 level, that's where you get the secret show. But the $12 level, that's where you get a whole bunch of other stuff. And I'll let you figure it all out. But anyway, go over to patreon.com slash ears up. That's the best way. I am trying to uh, very hard uh, trying very, I'm trying very hard to speak 
I'm, I'm catching whatever Taryn it has. I don't understand. Trying very hardly. Yeah, I'm trying hardly very. Um, Maddie's going to be Bigly. helping me sort of like, uh, uh, you know, maintain a schedule and create a schedule for posting and doing all this stuff because I'm <coughs> awful at Patreon. And I realize that you Patreon people out there are literally keeping the show up and running. So uh, I need Facts. to interact with you a lot more and a lot more consistently. So I'm going to start doing that. We're going to start releasing a weekly show schedule for the oh, entire wow. network yes so it's going to tell That's you what's going on this week <laughs> um who's releasing shows who's doing live shows and what to expect that actually makes a lot of sense Brittany yeah. is very smart uh, maddie well actually Ma- that was my idea maddie is- but i'm just i'm guilting maddie into doing it because <laughs> it's not like she has another job oh <laughs> Out. Too soon? Too soon. Yeah, okay. All right. I guess I should pay her. Anyway. <laughs> um, but so that'll be cool. So Patreon people. And, you know, and it's it's going to be – anyway, it's going to be great. It's going to be fun. The Tiki Rooms will be on there. Uh, the game night that the Supreme Resort folks do, uh, that'll be listed on there. Um, a bunch of fun stuff. So anyway, check that out. You guys uh, look forward to uh, having some consistency and some communication in, in Patreon, which I fully admit terrible at. 100% terrible at. Um, updates. The new Bantha Milk podcast is out. It's a breakdown of episode one of season two of The Mandalorian. I have not heard it yet because I want to watch the episode first. You do? I do because I, I hear that it's actually really good this season. It was really good last season and no. you even said so. No, I, no, I did not. Yes, yeah, so you did. We no. go back and see. I did not. I tried watching it again and I got so bored. I stopped after, like, the third episode. I was like, I can't. I, so, so I'm tired, tired of this. I'd rather watch The Young and the Restless from, like, 1975. What did you do before phones, like, watching TV? What did I do before because, like, phones, like, Because, like, you get bored like, and then you start, you start looking at news and stuff on your phone. But, like, before phones, before cell phones, how did you, like... Did you just like a, everything that you watched? Was there a time before <laughs> cell phones? Well, this is why this is why I can basically quote every line from the cable guy mm. and like oh. like <laughs> five mystery science theaters because that's all I would just watch or like legal gentlemen or oh, whatever. God, how are we friends? <laughs> because this is what this is what I would do. I would sit in my room and I would um get uh, into an alternative plane of my, of mental capacity, <laughs> and I would just watch the same thing on repeat and think it's hilarious every time. Are you serious? Yeah, that explains a lot. That's my humor. <laughs> I have yet to see a riff tracks or mystery science theater that I thought was funny. I find them so annoying. <laughs> Oh, I actually do like them. Oh, I hate them so much. Do you want stab, to? Stab, because stab, stab. I will. I can help you with no. that. Because there are bad ones. <laughs> there, there are, are bad ones. very bad ones. But there are genuinely hilarious ones. But I'm married to Sam, so I'm pretty sure he's watching the genuinely funny but, ones. But not all of them are available. So you come to me. <laughs> <laughs> but I don't want to. Okay, if you don't want to, that's <laughs> it, fine. It really bo- like they really bother me. Is it because they're interrupting the movie? Or you don't like the movie? Absolutely, yes. See, no, my mom, it's because they're interrupting the movie. My mom was the same way. Like, I'd be sitting there watching it, and she'd be like, reading a, a trashy romance novel or whatever, which as, as if she had room to judge me. And... Uh, <laughs> And I'm like sitting there laughing, and she's like, she's like intently sort of listening, like, "What's wrong with your face?" And she goes, I j- "I'm trying to hear the movie," and it's like, 
It's like, you know, Gorgo versus the Mole Men or something. I'm like, what are you talking about? The movie. They just poured latex over someone's body mold and said, that's a, that's a suit. There we go. What the hell are you talking about? Oh. Yeah. Anyway, uh, Beb, before we get to you, the 21st Amendment is ready for the fall season with their latest release, Hell or High Mango. Hell or High Mango is made with real fruit and is sweet, slightly tart with tropical floral flavors and aromas, and it's perfect beer to enjoy during this fall time of year as the colors and the seasons change. Behind all the great mango flavor you'll find in the aroma is a wonderful wheat beer with its biscuity, light bready notes, and at a mere 4.9% is even more enjoyable. Hell or High Mango is available across the country right now, where 21st Amendment beer is sold. So go check it out. 21st Amendment, they're great people. They support the show, and they make a killer product. So uh, whatever. It doesn't have to be a Hell or High Mango. If you want to find something else from them, uh, do it. They make great IPAs. They make all sorts of fun stuff. So check them out. 21st Amendment. Spark Ale. Spark Ale is delish. Oh, so good. Uh, all right, Bev. Let's go. A little monorail action, huh? All right. Eh, let's go, eh? Let's go. Let me just get to my um, font 38 uh, <laughs> notes here. <laughs> hey, you have, have you to, ever like... thought about glasses, maybe? <laughs> I thought have about reading glasses. Like... No, no, I have reading glasses. I just don't wear them um, for this because my screen reflects into them and it looks awful. Ah, gotcha. That makes sense. <laughs> but it can it can look awful if it's not going to destroy your vision, homie. Did you, well, you, I'm I'm good at font like 74. Okay, we're right. fine. One letter per page. Yeah, I was just oh. gonna say that. <laughs> you know, there was an app. <laughs> I don't. It's like two words. <laughs> I don't know if it's even out anymore, but there was some some app where it was like helping you speed read, and it would convert everything to like literally flash one letter at a time at you. Oh, jeez. And supposedly your brain can process that a little bit better. That's what I imagine. <laughs> that's what I'm looking at right now. That's what I imagine. I'm a speed reader, guys. <laughs> nice. So today we're going to talk about the monorail. I personally don't feel the same way Jason feels about the monorail, but I also don't feel the same way about it as I would say Autopia. Okay. Uh, although they all kind of, they they kind of live in the same ballpark for me, meaning that it's to me it's more work to ride it than it's worth. Okay. But that's just my opinion. Yeah, waiting in line versus waiting in line. Right. Yeah, got it. I just want to make sure that that's, you know, we're, okay, good. Well, also, and also just like the experience itself isn't fantastic to me. Wow, okay. And like, we live on different planes of existence, man. Obviously, we just talked about that. (laughs) Anyway. Go ahead. So, it sucked. The word monorail means a railroad in which the track consists of a single rail, duh, uh, typically (laughs) elevated with the trains either suspended from it or balancing it. I'm sorry, balancing on it. Okay. The the Disneyland monorail system, it was originally named the Disneyland Alweg monorail system, opened on June 14th, 1959. At the time of its opening, it was the first daily operating monorail in the Western Hemisphere. Now, the Alweg in the name comes from the German transportation company of the same name, who were known for pioneering these single beam, these, ah, what is it? Pioneering straddle beam monorails, which is what the Disneyland monorail is. There's a, there's a rail, and then it kind of like saddles it, if you will. Okay. Okay. Yeah, yeah, I got it. Um, I know we've talked about this before, but does anybody remember like what was Walt's ultimate goal for the monorail? 
I I, uh, I I thought it was supposed to be like an example of the future of transport. And so it would sort of go everywhere. So basically, yeah. Um, like we've talked about on the show before, he wanted the monorail to, to be an attraction at Disneyland, but he also envisioned it as being the most practical form of transportation for the future. Uh, the next big thing, if you will. Yeah, but I will. Like, <laughs> but um, like many of his ideas, it didn't really pan out. There's not too many monorails. <laughs> no. Well, I know there's at rocking, least one more. Rocking our worlds right <laughs> yeah. now. No. There's a couple. Yeah. Um, the train of the it, future. Sorry. Part of that was because right around the time that the monorail debuted was right around the time that we Americans became obsessed with automobiles. Oh, bad timing. Yeah, exactly. But if you think about it, Walt was really just ahead of his time because he basically introduced electric cars with zero emissions. Hmm. Yeah, that's, okay, that's, that's a stretch, but yeah, for sure. I mean, yeah, sure. <laughs> yeah. He's but, basically Elon Musk. But at, le- at least... Pretty much, but the, the thought was there. At least like, it's, it's like it's it's a more a practical green form of you know, energy, I guess, versus exactly. like the, the trolley car and stuff. But those aren't really practical, I think. Mm. You got a monorail. Now you're talking. So the task of building the monorail was originally signed to a company called Standard Carriage Works of East Los Angeles. Um, but in late 1958, let's assume November-ish, because I can't find an exact date, but it says late 1958, uh, Walt moved the production to his Burbank studios because he was running short on time. And I'm assuming he knew that his team would get the job done. So let's just recap really fast. Standard Carriages was given the job. Then in late 1958, Walt takes the task from them and brings it in-house. Okay. Then once it's brought in-house, Bob Gurr is given the job of heading a Disney team that would go on to design and manufacture the cars, chassis, suspension, and propulsion systems and get it all completed in time for the rededication of Tomorrowland on June 14th, 1959. Hmm. Do we... So, Standard Carriage had nothing done? They just weren't doing anything? Or was well, so was, I don't was know. Bob I can't find that. They had to have, have done something. They but had to have done something. Also, why would Walt be like, nah, we're going to do this ourselves? I think they were probably dragging feet. Yeah, And so he brought it in-house, and they essentially got it done in my highly speculated timeline of about seven months. Yeah, seven, wow. eight months, maybe nine on That's the outs. That's like all you know? of Disneyland, it's, really. Like, yeah. It was all done in. Kind of crazy, right? Yeah. Wow. So at the time of opening, there were two trains in operation. They were called the Mark One trains. One was red, one was blue, and they each consisted of three cars. Okay. Um, upon opening... The monorail was just a sightseeing vehicle. But in 1961, the monorail became a true transportation system when the Tomorrowland station was lengthened to accommodate uh, the debut of the four-car Mark II train and the addition of the new yellow train. Excuse me. The track was extended by two and a half miles outside of the park, and the second platform was constructed, this, of course, being the Disneyland Hotel station. In 1968, the Mark III monorail train joined the fleet, and both platforms were lengthened for the arrival of the more streamlined and efficient Mark III monorail train. These trains functioned pretty much normally as is for about 20 years. Um, But by the early 1980s, 
the Mark III trains were starting to show their age. They were looking a little rough around the edges. Same. That's, that's pretty crazy <laughs> that, like, for 30 years, or 20, I guess, years, it was, like, unchanged. Yeah. Like, that's pretty I mean, good, like, workmanship. Especially for, like, a company who uh, hadn't done that before. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. Anyway, sorry. No, that's okay. Um, in 1985, Disney started gradually phasing out the Mark III trains one by one. Uh, the old trains were stripped down to the chassis and rebuilt as the Mark V trains. Now, if you're following along, you'll notice that number four was skipped. Hmm. That is correct. Uh, Mark IV trains exist in Disney World. Oh. So they don't have, like, Mark One, Two, and Three at Disney World. They have... I, I, I'm assuming they started with the Mark IV. Yeah, well, I mean, why would you go backwards, right? Because every Mark is going to be uh, new and improved over exactly. The well, why not call it a Bob? Bob <laughs> one, Bob two. I don't like you. I kind of <laughs> thought Mark was maybe like a play on mock. No, I think it's 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 uh, you know um, setting a, a, another notch. Oh, oh, like like a Mark. Yeah. Oh, I didn't get that. Oh. I thought I was thinking it was a name. No. And and for a while I thought you were saying mock, so I could see mock. Hmm. Yeah, I'm know. from Boston now. <laughs> I'm gonna do the monorail show on the ears up. I'm from Boston, y'all. Mock. Dear God. The Mark Four. Okay, so the Mark Three was the first to go. The Mark Three. Uh, Over here. Oh, Jesus. Sorry. 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 It's okay. The Mark III went first to become the Mark V purple, followed by the Mark III yellow, becoming the Mark V orange. And then the Mark III blue became the Mark III blue. And last was red, which also remained red. Okay. Uh, the most notable difference in the Mark III versus the Mark V was they changed the look. So it got rid of that bubble top in the driver's area and sort of streamlined it to look more like a, Le- a Learjet. Hmm. Okay. Uh, they designed them to look more like the, the Mark IV trains that were at Disney World. So the new Mark V trains also sported closed passenger compartments with windows that could be opened and pneumatic doors. So wait, before now, I'm going to pause that for a minute and, yeah. and know exactly what you're going to say. <laughs> so they, yes, the doors used to just be open. I don't know about that, but I it didn't from the pictures it didn't look like it. Huh. But I do know that the windows didn't open. So that's gross. Yeah. Can ew. you imagine that? Ew. And no. it opened in June. I mean it's running yeah. in June. And this is Ugh. I mean, this is after it's been in existence for more than thirty years. Wow. Um a safety handrail was also added along the spine of the train, as well as uh, an emergency fire exit hatch leading to the roof. These safety measures were added after one of the Mark IV trains at Disney World caught fire, causing the passengers in the car to have to kick out the window and climb up the side to the roof. Where oh they were then gosh. rescued by the fire department. Can you imagine? Whoops. No. I wonder if they have a magnet for that. Like, did they just not think about what <laughs> might happen? I mean, what? like, did they just not think about what might happen if I, there was I, an emergency? Like, I, I mean, don't know. I, in, in, for me, it would because when you were talking about a fire escape out the roof, I'm like, come on, is that ever going to happen? 
Clearly, yeah, so I guess, yeah. But this is so, why this is why we have regulations, just yes. in case. Because I know there are a lot of like libertarians out there who go, "I don't understand. We can't just do whatever we want to do in the world." No, there are. There's a reason <laughs> why we have like building codes and, and vehicle codes and all this kind of stuff, right? And this is the this is the exact reason. Yeah, yeah. So, so when I was reading about this, apparently, like a tire came loose or was attached and was drugged behind the train. And it drugged to the point where it engulfed in flames and then caught the thing on fire. Hell yeah. And thankfully the people it's, this is speculated, but um, heavily speculated that thankfully the people in that car, two of them were off duty firefighters. So they (laughs) knew how to escape. By kicking a window out. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Right. right. Yeah. Because that's not like BART like we have out here, (laughs) which is like you, you can, you can't go from car to car. They're train cars, but they don't oh, connect. Right. Yeah, right? but they're encaps. Yeah, they're right. encapsulated. You right, can't. they're capsules. Right, so you're you're kind of just in there. Yeah, you go and burn. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Um, in 1994, the Beamway Path was realigned into the Eeyore section of the parking lot to accommodate the uh, construction of the new Indiana Jones Adventure attraction, oh. and then. In 1999, the monorail closed for quite a bit of time due to the construction of DCA. Now, even though the monorail route wasn't altered, a huge amount of construction was done around as well as on the terrain directly underneath the columns. So they just, they shut her down. Hmm. Shut her Um, down. (laughs) The Disneyland Hotel and all of its nearby structures were also completely demolished uh, in 19, what what, what year was I on? Sorry, I lost, in 1999, so... That was also probably a huge factor in them. Oh, the, it down for the, quite a while. the station at the Disneyland Hotel was destroyed? It was destroyed and it was rebuilt and renamed the Downtown Disney Station, which I think was a pretty good call because that kind of makes it a little more inclusive. I agree, but I do sort of miss it going to... to... Wait, did they did they actually move it? or No, it's it was built it's in the exactly same? the same location. That trips me out. It tri- this, I this cannot is, figure that out we, in my we head. We talked about the history of the Disneyland Hotel. Yeah. And it's like where it is now it versus make where it was is it will it will just tweak your synapses. No, it's out. it's yeah. like there there was that game. It was like a Sims game, but before Sims, where like you built a city, Sim, Sim City, Sim City. <laughs> yeah. And it, my wife, <laughs> shut up. But that's what it feels <laughs> I like. Love it, her. it feels like they took the Disneyland Hotel and picked it up and moved it over, like yeah, and they just shifted like a, a couple feet. squares. Yeah, and you know, there and you then go. then and then we're like, okay, play again. Yep. It, it it trips me out. I cannot figure this out. Sorry, I detour. Um, now, in the year two thousand, the DCA. monorail began limited shuttle operations, but it couldn't. It obviously couldn't couldn't, uh, couldn't resume full operations due to much of the beamway still being unusable. But this was due to the construction of the Grand Californian. In 2001, the monorail resumed full operations, passing through the Grand Californian Hotel. Grand Californian, still want to call it California Grand. Grand Californian Hotel and Spa, as well as doing a great job of showcasing the park. Now, I'm going to pause there for a minute. I don't, again, I don't love the monorail, so I've probably only ridden it once or twice. Sorry, don't, don't come at me. But I didn't. It didn't occur to me that you can't get on the monorail at Disneyland and then ride it to DCA and use you, it as a mode of transportation. Yeah, well, that's you, you stupid. You can't. I agree. You cannot. Right. I think that is also stupid. No, yeah, that would there, that would be ridiculous. Why? Yeah, there'd be no reason to. 
I mean, maybe to be able to get on at DCA. Yeah. Why? I think that would be great. To like, not did... have to like exit the park and then do yeah. the thing and like walk across and and so if they had like two it, entries, it needs to stop in DCA for sure. Where? I mean, I don't know where. Exactly. I'm not. I'm not the planner here. I'm just but... the idea guy. Oh, okay. You're the guy. <laughs> Got it. There's, yeah. There's no room. I mean, DCA takes up every possible square inch of that block. There's no room for it. So you'd have to cut out some of DCA. What, and then what part are you going to no, get rid of DCA? You, I, I think, think you could just re. Arrange them. Oh yeah, you're just gonna rearrange. Oh okay, okay. Yeah, like back in that area where they had like the electronica dance and the Uh the stupid uh, studios or whatever. Yeah, that's a bunch of wasted space. Yeah, it well, it wasn't back then. I mean, they were doing stuff. They had shows back there. So then what? But okay, so now that they're putting in, and that's so close to the edge of the boundary of the park anyway. That that would be ridiculous. Because because no, you're gonna you go. you don't have to walk. Yeah, uh, because you're going. You go what a quarter mile maybe from that point to the Get to the other to the other uh, thing, and you're just gonna go wait in line. Okay then. Okay okay. Yeah. New idea. It's, it's new plan. Too short of a park. New plan. Okay. Uh, in bet- like where Bugs Life would used to meet um, Tower of Terror. Bugs Life used to meet Tower. Okay sure. Right there. That's where you put it. Like right now, where where Cars Land, where you can go from Cars Land to Tower of Terror. There's that backstage area. Taryn, you, you... do you remember? It's been a long time. Uh huh. Do you remember how big the monorail stations actually are? You're not going to wedge those in because you have you have people coming off the monorail that are from DCA or from downtown the Disney. The parking lot is right there, though. You have people coming in from downtown Disney. They're going to come into DCA. They need to be checked in. They need to make sure that you have the park there. I guess they do it at the thing, but uh, you just you're going to have too many people. It's, it's 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 no. There's no way. There's no way you could do it. There's, there's not enough room. There's always a way. Get Kyle on the phone. I'm going to be Walt Disney here, and I'm going to say, just make it happen. Yeah, just I'm make it happen. Walt, happen. I'm going to be do Walt it. Disney here. Just I'm going to take it. a smoke break. It's necessary. I'm going to eat some chili. Jason, what? He smoked. I'm sorry. Stop it. Hey, man, look, uh, you know, sometimes our vices, uh, you know, aren't uh, palatable, but they're they exist. OK. Anyway, uh, ridiculous idea. Ridiculous idea. Please continue. In 2007, the train saw another refurbishment. The Mark 7 trains were introduced one at a time. And just like with the Mark 4, there is no Mark 6 at Disneyland because the Mark 6 works on the Disney World monorail system. I would love to know the differences between the marks, I mean, and and it would be completely boring, terrible radio. So I'm not suggesting like you should have done it. Uh, oh no, but, I like, wasn't going to. <laughs> yeah, well, I'm, like, I'm imagining some of the subtle differences have to be like shocks or some sort of ride softening, you know, uh, technology. Air conditioning. Yes. Well, I mean, you know, I guess, yeah. Um, now the first Mark Seven train monorail red arrived at Disneyland on December twentieth. 2007 but due to some design change issues it actually didn't start serving guests until july 2008 mark 7 blue arrived on site april 10th 2008 began guest services in september of the same year and then the third and final mark orange arrived april 14th and began i'm sorry august 14th 2008 and began guest services on april 7th 2009 so i'm assuming like they had to do some like on-site modifications because yeah. there was some ish right um the mark 7 monorail fe- fleet only consists of three trains red blue and orange in may 2012 the monorails received some new decals depicting <sighs> eyes and a mouth 
Oh, this I was loved. of. Do you remember this? No. This was to tie in with the opening of the new Cars of Land Cars adventure. Land. Oh, oh, vaguely, yes, vaguely, vaguely, vaguely. Or I just made myself think it, which I can do pretty well. Possible, yeah. possibly. So each train was given a new name and a unique narration depicting the trains as if they were in the Cars film oh, universe. You terrible had idea. Mono- oh gosh, terrible monorail. Idea. Listen, monorail red was Manny monorail. Monorail blue was Mandy monorail. Oh, and monorail, no. And monorail orange was Mona monorail. Ugh. No. Thank the sweet merciful Lord that by the end of January 2013, the narration, or I'm sorry, the decals had been removed and all of the trains went back to their standard narration. God. And as of 2013, there hasn't been any huge changes to the monorail so that is the history of the monorail thus far next time we go to disneyland i want to ask one of the seams um is this mona is this mona, mona <laughs> monorail car? i really i've been dying I've been, I, I got all well, the other I mean, ones i just need to be inside mona you have to get on the orange one because the orange one was mona, mona and those yeah. are the ones that are still in operation now wow well like i remember like because the the disney world ones have air conditioning so that's that to me made it a much better uh, ride. Yeah. Um, and the chat made it seem like the windows don't open on monorail. They they slide. No, no, they, they do. I, I mean, they open a little bit because we've been on maybe, them where it's like it's it's you, open, oh, yeah, but it's not enough it. to like put your head out. Even well, it's just a, yeah. a fraction. Of well, of course. I mean, because people are stupid, so they probably can't. Oh, can't yeah. allow them to open like that. Yeah, dude. If if they can't open my friggin' hotel room on the first floor, they're not going to open on the <laughs> on the monorail. Yeah, but I think they do crack open. I remember. I I have this memory of being on the monorail and it being packed like sardines. Was that Disney World? And it was like hot, and you didn't want to touch anyone, but it, everybody was so close. To, it must have been Disney World. It has to be Disney World. Yeah. I mean, it, honestly, that's either. I mean, we've had yeah. that experience multiple awful. times. Awful. Yeah. But it was so hot and humid. It was definitely Disney World. I remember yeah. just being like, I don't want to touch be the, this person. The buses too. What the 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 most memorable part about Disney World transport are the buses between the parks, because you're it's a refrigerator. They are so <laughs> cold, and it feels very good for about four minutes. Yeah. And then it starts. And then to you're hurt. cold. And then yeah. it starts to hurt. And then <laughs> you're like, I gotta get know, out of here, man. And then you step out. And you're like, Oh wow, I'm, my cookies are almost done baking <laughs> on the top of my head. It's, it's such a mess. It's a that's, mess. Actually, that's that's exactly how it is. Anytime you go inside anywhere in New Orleans. Mm. So like, I had a like a, a purse that I carried around with me, and I would like keep like a light sweater in my bag <laughs> because I mean I'm in like shorts and a tank top. But if we go inside anywhere, it was freaking like see your breath cold. Yeah. And instantly I'm like I'm so cold. Yeah. I guess it just <laughs> has to be that way. You, you got to man, because you, you want to keep people inside. You want to keep you want to have people come in. I mean, no one's going to come out from come in from outside. It's the same temperature. I'm like I'm uncomfortable. Yeah. There's no way. But that's the yeah. best thing about the Dis- uh, the uh, Disney World transportation services. They're not fast. Even now, buses are taking an hour. So it's like, and when we were there, they were taking an hour because one broke down. But uh, they're, they're, they got air conditioning. So yeah. So that is very nice. Yeah. Well, an hour to go eight miles. Oh, it was, it was. But see, it's not eight miles. It could because the buses, they stop at different parks. And yeah. some buses stop at certain parks and some stop at other parks. And then you have to get out and then you have to walk a quarter mile or eighth mile or whatever it is. It's actually highly confusing. And, the, and then you have to go into the park and then go get to where you need to be. 
But by yeah, then you've passed out four times. Uber. Yeah. Well, you can't. You can't. <laughs> not not when yeah, you can. No, no. But when you get to the just to remember just the, to the gate is not the end of your destination. Oh no, I know. Yeah, 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 yeah. Especially in parks like Animal Kingdom, where it's like nothing is close to the entryway. Yeah. I guess it's a lot like Disneyland or Disney World yeah. or uh, or Buena Vista Street, right? Where it's like, what are you going to do except shop? At some point, you want to you, you you do your shopping later. So I'm going to get into the park. Well, yeah. Disneyland, I mean, how many times have we all walked back from the hotel or walked back from Carthay, go, let's go to Indy, and then halfway down Main Street, we're like, what are we? Just, why? Oh, God, why, why is it so far this? away? <laughs> why are we so stupid? And multiply that by four, and that's Disney World, bro. Like, it's yeah. it's huge. It's a huge park. It's all the waiting and all the walking, but it is really fun. Yeah. That was good, Bev. Nice work. Yeah, good job. Hey, thank you. Yeah, it's the, the the one time, and Nick was saying this in the chat. You know, uh, the 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 I seem to remember the monorail pulling into the Disneyland Hotel, but it's probably just my memory of staying at the Contemporary, because the Contemporary in Disney World, you, there's a stop right there. Yeah, and I, in the hotel, I, I like saw, it goes through the stupid thing. Yeah, and that's cool. And I saw him say that too. But I've never been to Disney World, and I feel like I have the same memory. <laughs> You've never been to Disney World. No, I you mean, just said no, that. No, I know. I didn't mean that. I'm going meant... to throw this ballet shoe at you. <laughs> I meant when I was when I was little. So, mm. like, when I remember the monorail going into the Disneyland Hotel, I, I just remember it. Maybe uh, it's because you steal memories. Oh, that would be a well, good Well, this is a simple story. Google search, guys. Well, no, because it doesn't. It didn't. Because they would have had to move the hotel. I like how we're going to do a Google search on the thing Bev just gave a presentation on. <laughs> I know. Well, I don't remember reading anything about that. Well, no, it couldn't have because they would have had to move. But I also don't remember reading anything about that when I did the history of the Disneyland Hotel either. So, No, you did. Um, because if that's, if they didn't move the station, then this, then where the station is isn't really anywhere near oh, the hotel. Oh, right. So exactly. it, it can't be. Which but is they just... did demolish surrounding buildings. So maybe it did go through a building that... Oh, maybe. I don't know. If only we had a machine that could give us (laughs) answers to anything at all. Yeah, that would be great. (laughs) Bro, I'm so pissed off my computer. Jason's computer died today. My computer died, won't start, and I'm so mad. And so here's the thing. I'm, I'm, I'm furious at it. So I go, okay, so I'm looking up on the internet, stupid internet, and you, the Macs, you got to push 400 buttons. <laughs> you have to grow four arms, push 12 <laughs> buttons, and then hold the power button down. Do the thing. It doesn't work. I feel stupid because I'm pounding these buttons like I'm, you know, S- Johann Sebastian Bach or something <laughs> trying to <laughs> And so I'm like, oh, okay, I guess, I guess I'll pop the uh, the battery out. And so I'm going through all the little tiny micro, like, friggin', I just want to curse so bad. Their the, screws are so tight. You have to have, so like, tight. a special screwdriver. You it's have to awful. have a special screwdriver. I've ordered uh, two sets of them <laughs> over my, over the three years I've had these Macs. And inevitably, there's always one stripped screw. I can always get them out, but I can't get it out. I can't get so now I had to order like a screw stripping remover set or some garbage. Won't be until Sunday. So I'm essentially computerless because this one I'm using right now is from 2011 and I'm not trying to be seen on the internet with an old computer. You know what I mean? Anyway, I'm annoyed. (laughs) It's frustrating because you're like, because I'm going to the garage, I'm getting every tiny screwdriver that I think could fit, but they're all stripped because they're all cheap. 
because they all get used on these stupid screws, and I hate it. Why, give me clips. Just clip it down like any sort of like um, any clamp or whatever you know. Put it over like a like a like a um, uh, like a pressure cooker or like the the filter. Did you know what I mean? Or like a like a luggage clamp. Uh-huh. Just a clamp. I mean, screws, and there's specially there's special fit screws on the top. No, make them stupid um, flathead screwdrivers so they don't strip out easily. And give me the things. Give me access. I'm sorry. Are you okay? No. Obviously not. <laughs> Nothing about that was okay. Well, are you going to be okay? No. Okay. Yes, I am. Well, and then... I went to go change the uh, the uh, aquarium water with Alice because I'm like, I've been here too long. I'm going to spend time with Alice. Hey, you want to help me change your water? Yeah. Okay. So she holds the hose in the bucket, and I'm like, you know, siphoning the water out. Then she takes the hose out and starts spraying it everywhere like the scene in Zoolander. And I'm like, no. So now there's water everywhere, stinky-ass aquarium water everywhere. So whatever. I have to go clean it up. Then my filter clogs. So I have to, or my siphon clog. So I have to unscrew the siphon with the same little friggin' screws. That was impossible. It clogs again. And so I'm like, I'm, I'm done. I'm, I'm, I strap myself to a rocket and just fire myself into the sun. I can't take it. Wait, but, but was all that before or after the handle to the refrigerator broke? Uh, that was before. Oh, oh no. It's but, been a day. But I fixed that. <laughs> See, that's the thing. Because you know why? The screws or heads are like this big. They're like 12 <laughs> feet across. It was easy. A little super glue. I felt smart. Before then, the whole day I felt stupid. Part of it's because I'm really frustrated because I'm playing World of Warcraft again. Yeah, I, oh, gosh. I feel like you shouldn't. Like, yeah. Well, it's because I'm trying to do too much. I gave you this analogy earlier. It's I like know. if you take every board game ever, the way Warcraft is right now, if you take every board game, throw it in the middle of your room, and then try to play one specific game with every part, <laughs> it's impossible. You can't do it. That's the way World of Warcraft is. So like, I'm like, oh, I want to get a mount. I want to do this. I want to think. And like, but you have to follow all these quest threads, and it's just like. But I feel like it's making you angry. It is not making me <laughs> angry, Taryn. Well, yeah, maybe a little bit. This is healthy. Well, you know what? Look, it's also the social climate right now, and like, it's you know, it's a lot. It's a lot of pressure. But you know what? We have, fellas. You know what we have to do right now. What news? Disney. March in the past, present, and future with all the news that's fit to cover. It's the Ears Up Disney News. Eating Xanax over here. (laughs) (laughs) That would probably help. (laughs) Yeah, I don't have any. Reach for the joys of CBD. Speaking of weird stuff, I don't know if you guys saw, but like in, um, this is not part of the news, but in Oregon, they've decriminalized every drug. That's a little weird. For personal yeah, I use. Saw that. So you could have literally have meth on you. For personal use and you get like a fine. You get like a hundred dollar ticket. It's like a hundred bucks too. I which look, it's a good step forward for reducing the amount of like recidivism rates and like prisoners and stuff. And so it's yeah. you know, it's good. But also it That is not gonna deter it, anyone from smoking meth. It feels but well, it doesn't anyway. <laughs> Nothing deters like if you look, if you're smoking meth like on a regular basis, the last thing you're worried about is being caught. Well, that's true. And to that <laughs> like point, don't I, don't even, I don't think that there is 
a person who can smoke meth on a not regular basis. Yeah, you no one nobody's a casual meth <laughs> yeah. smoker. I don't think that that's like a thing. Yeah. Well, what do you like to do on your free time? Well, once a year, me and the boys we we shoot heroin strictly and in, straight into our veins. But my my teeth were looking particularly good, so it would I probably, it was time to do it. Yeah. I just <laughs> went to the dentist. He gave me my six month all go. So for two it's days time. straight. All I'm doing is ripping my own teeth out chemically. It would probably make it my a house lot is better. Hella clean. <laughs> yeah. I, I bet. Know. I bet the drugs would be so much better if if that were possible. Because that's all you're ever doing is looking for that first high, right? That's what I hear. <laughs> I, I haven't done any of the good ones, so. Oh no. Just <laughs> I, I. I'm only. I just aspirin. I'm. I'm just so. <laughs> I'm geeked out of my mind on aspirin right now. <laughs> I can't even. You know, sometimes it's Motrin, my blood but, is so thin. Yeah. I'm a sieve. <laughs> My pores are leaking blood. <laughs> oh, gosh. Disneyland on Thursday announced the date that a portion of California Adventure will reopen. Buena Vista Street will welcome back guests beginning November 19th for shopping and outdoor dining. So, Carthay Circle, outdoor dining. That's pretty tight. That is great. I'm impressed. Currently, the downtown Disney District is open, but the rest of the sprawling Southern California resort remains closed because of restrictions put in place to contain the novel coronavirus pandemic. I hate, I, I just, I don't know. I, at this point in, in our personal timelines, do we really need to use the entire word? No. Novel coronavirus pandemic. No, we know. It's not even that novel anymore for Yeah, us. we also know why the resort <laughs> remains closed. Like, uh, you're not yeah. writing this article for a friggin' time traveler who just suddenly woke up and was like, let me, give me the Google News feed. I need to catch up on my <laughs> news. Nobody cares. Who's president? Uh, <laughs> can, can, yeah, I don't know. <laughs> I mean, technically, I know, but... Eh. <laughs> Uh, it was announced last month that California Adventure would reopen amid the ongoing battle between the state's major theme parks and Governor Gavin Newsom. Last week, eight SoCal mayors sent Newsom a joint letter, which is very nice of them. <laughs> you know, I feel like the governor shouldn't be smoking joints, but they get, you know, it's like an offering. A joint you know, letter, I got you. Uh, in which they asked that he reconsider the stringent qualifications for the theme parks to reopen. <laughs> it is unclear if he responded. I can tell you with pretty close to 100% certainty he did not respond. Yeah. He did not respond. Of course not. He's too busy governing. Um, anyway, so there you go. So uh, November 19th for shopping and outdoor dining. But uh, we talked Do about you... this on In-Depth. You will not be going through the main gates. You're going through the, the employee side entrance. Because Do you need a ticket? No. No ticket. Hmm, that's cool. Yeah, which, and I've talked about this before. Like, you can open the, you can, I, I think you should be able to open the parks let people walk around. Don't have any rides. Have all the stores open. But see, if you can open downtown, you can open all the stores throughout the thing. I would imagine. Don't have any rides open. Yeah, but the problem with that, I think, then you're a shopping mall. From a business standpoint, is that you have to hire all those people, and you don't, you, you're not charging them for admission. But you, well, that here's my point. You can charge people twenty five bucks to get in. You're already paying these people because yeah, they're fired, but they're furloughed till like they get paid through December. And and because DCA is opening up again, they're recalling like two hundred or four hundred people or something like that. So you could still do that. You can still get revenue coming in from merchandise sales mm -hmm. enough to bring back at least some portion of the people. 
let people open. And so what I what what for me what is unclear is when Newsom said the parks can't open, was this always on the minds of the parks that they could do this? Or did did Newsom specifically allow them to do this instead of opening the parks? Do you know what I mean? Did he make no, a consideration? I- because for me it sounds like Disneyland could have always done this, and it really feels very bad that they're just now going, oh, well, using our employees as leverage didn't work, so I guess let's just try to make money. I I think well, I think that's what happened. <laughs> I do, too. Well, I mean, because I like uh, Six Flags here has been open for months. Really? But they're not running rides. Oh, it's so also you can, like you, just can a, go. you can watch like the animal shows, and they're at a limited capacity and see i think you can shop around and walk around and do the things like no rides are open but i would pay i mean what would you pay to go into disneyland and just walk around not doing any rides but do like shopping and just have your experience what would you pay for a ticket for disneyland honestly one day probably 50 bucks it's exactly the totally. number I had in my mind. 50 bucks. Especially, Especially to, to a... be able to sit down at Carthay. I know. That's exactly what I was thinking. I was like, give me. And I'd pay full prices without complaining. <laughs> For F- sure. 50 bucks park hopper. Now, it's funny because you take this conversation, throw it back to last year. If we had the same conversation last year, we'd be like, no, because we're already complaining that, you know, a one day, one park is $109 <laughs> to do rides. But now we're saying, well, 50 bucks. Sure. <laughs> I'd pay that. No question. Well, it's almost like $50 it... park hopper. Boom, boom. No rides, no attractions, all outdoor stuff. Do some shopping, eat some food. People would do it. I That's know what we spend most of our time doing anyway. That is three fourths of your day at Disneyland anyways. Yeah. Is trying to figure out how not to stand in line. Yeah. <laughs> By standing in line for food. Yeah. And look, if you if you have a standing in line fetish, you, you'd still probably have to stand in line because they'd exactly sure they'd have I mean. to limit the amount of people who could go in the stores to purchase things. Yeah. Yeah. Agreed. Well, speaking of uh, parks that are open, uh, Santa Cruz Beach Boardwalk is reopening this Saturday, which, by the way, is my birthday. Yes. I'll be turning Ooh. 34. That is not true. <laughs> That's a lie. Yeah. Anyway, Santa Cruz Beach Boardwalk. In the warm California, warm California sun, sun. Da, 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 da. boardwalk, dude. Was it chill, that... boss, Brad chop? Weren't the California raisins yeah. connected to the boardwalk somehow? Uh, they both have California. I mean, they're both from California. <laughs> no, the California raisins sang the under the oh. boardwalk song. Okay, that's where I'm down talking. by the sea. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I was. Good. Thanks, man. You want to keep going? I want to blank it with my baby. It's very my Elvis. Elvis. Yeah. You. Oh. yeah. There you go. Uh, here is a list, a complete list of Disney films being released next year. Oh. Oh. It's a complete list. Okay. Okay. I have never. I've never heard of most of these, man. Uh, but I guess, you know, they're not out yet. So why would I hear about it? The King's Man, February 12th. It's a 20th century's. Uh, studios film so formerly uh, 20th century fox will carry on the exciting plot line as a collection of history's worst tyrants and criminal masterminds gather to plot a war to wipe out millions uh, whatever nah. I don't know. everyone's talking about jamie another fox movie about a teenage drag queen stepping into a new world um okay. antlers starring carrie russell and jesse plemons produced by guillermo del toro 
I'm not going to go through all of these, of course, but Ray and the Last Dragon. Uh, there will be a Bob's Burgers movie released on April 9th. I don't know how I feel about that. It's a full-length feature film. I'm excited about it. Bob's Burgers is... If you don't watch Bob's Burgers, uh, I don't... I don't... I I don't know. I don't know what to tell you. D- do it, I guess. I was going to say something like weird and outrageous, but... No, it's the best. It comes down like, to just watch it. It's know. really great, but a whole movie? Well, a whole movie is what... Three, three and a half episodes, maybe. That's not that. That's not that wild of a, of a concept. The Simpsons movies is pretty good. I like that. I don't remember it at all. It was good. It was okay. Yeah. Hmm. I liked. I mean, look, it was a Simpsons movie. I don't expect the Bob's Burgers movie to be amazing, but I expect it to be at least on par while watching three and a half apps of Bob's Burgers. True, and honestly, I'm like, I'm, I'm happy for those actor, those voice actors to yeah. be getting a nice get a movie. paycheck. That's awesome for sure, man. Uh, the Black Widow flick comes out May seventh. Oh. Cruella, uh, yeah, May twenty eighth. No one cares. I mean, I'm sure a lot of people care. Can she who just is Cruella? It? I forgot. Cruella Deville from 101. No, 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 no. I know who Cruella Deville is. Who's playing Cruella? Oh, uh, it's not animated, is it? Nope. It is uh, Emma Stone. Oh, really? Oh, I love her. Yeah. Oh, huh. uh, the Jungle Cruise movie, July thirtieth. No. Oh, I do want to see Sorry. that. Which is supposed to be, I don't know, man. I, watching the trailer, though. I super want to see that. No, uh, watching the trailer, really? it's just like, come on, this is so dumb. It's Maui. Come yeah, on. it's The Rock. Yeah, yeah, but everybody you, wants to see. Have it. you seen and that? Emily Blunt? I love her. Have you seen the trailer? No, I don't need to go watch Couldn't the trailer. Care. It looks awful. We're gonna watch it. You know what? No. He was in Baywatch, which was also awful. He and was I in it. Baywatch? Not the TV show, the movie. Oh, what? You've seen it? It was that? terrible. I own it. I thought it was great. <laughs> oh my God. Apparently, there's a, a Beatles documentary movie coming out on August 27th, directed by Peter Jackson. Or maybe Wait. produced by? Yeah, I don't know. The film was made using more than 55 hours of unseen footage. Okay. Directed by who? Well, it says. Uh, uh, after acquiring the rights to Peter Jackson's Beatles documentary, so I imagine oh, Peter, Jackson. Peter Jackson directed it, but I, I mean, I don't know, man. You cut out a little bit, and I thought you said Bill Paxton, and I was like, <laughs> nope. I don't think so. Uh, West Side Story. Oh, yes. I want to see that. The Eyes of Tammy Faye. What? Yeah, based on the documentary, the same name following the, histor- the history of televangelist Tammy Faye and Jim Baker. Okay. Oh. Yeah. Oh, uh, whatever. Anyway, there's a lot of movies coming out, and uh, I, I imagine most of them are going to be on Disney Plus. Oh yeah. Probably. There's a lot of movies coming out, and I want to see two of them. Yeah, right. <laughs> Speaking of a lot of things, the Hong Kong Disneyland Castle is changing. It's uh, kicking off its 15th anniversary celebration <laughs> this November 21st, officially revealing it's in the newly transformed, highly anticipated. Castle of Magical Dreams. Oh. How many different ways can you work in magic and dreams to <laughs> and castle? <laughs> God, the magic castle of dreamy magics. <laughs> Formerly Sleeping Beauty Castle, this redesigned attraction will pay tribute to not one but fourteen Disney princesses and queens. With designs and decorations what? reflecting their beloved stories. It seems like it's uh, going back to my too many games in, in a pile story. Yeah. It's it just, it's a lot. It's just like we're, one. we're watching a, a lot of the Great British Bake Off. Oh, it's so 
right now on Netflix because I don't know why, but it's a really it's very very good actually um, because everyone's nice to each other. They help each other out. You know, the winner of that show, they don't get anything. They don't get anything. They get a pie plate. They get a cake. Yeah, they get a cake, cake, stand, cake stand. And that's it. And a bouquet of flowers. They don't get money. They don't get a TV show. They really? don't get a book deal. They don't get anything. And so I think what that does, it sort of like lops off the the drive to sort of the the cutthroat world that you would normally find on like any other like reality show like that reality show yeah they they're like helping each other win and they're like proud of each other and it's it's really very like wholesome and and, and nice but um some of these people just do too much where it's like oh you have to make a chandelier out of biscuits and this people are like well i'm gonna make the empire state building to scale model uh but of of biscuits <laughs> and it's like you're you're going too far. That's what this seems like to me. It's like fourteen Disney princesses. Really, this is where we're. This is what you feel well, like you have to do right now. You can't just pick four or one just or pick none. One. Just, like I like one. Like I like that one. Like I like that there's Cinderella's castle and I like yeah. that there's Sleeping Beauty's. You know, I like that it, it just focuses on that one because they're all different in their own. Personally, um, uh, personally, I, I'm ready for the Disney Prince Castle. I mean, this is not okay with me. As a Disney prince uh, fan, uh, I need what? more. Name a Disney prince. Well, look, I don't want to get into the semantics of the whole thing, but just we one. need more just Disney any, prince representation. Any prince, any prince's first name, just name one. Well, look, I, like I said, any. I'm not going to get into just it. Any we'll take this discussion off air. Karen. You're a really okay? big prince fan. I am a <laughs> prince fan. Well, who isn't? Yeah. Um, <laughs> Hong Kong Disneyland's first castle was smaller, similar to the classic Disneyland Sleeping Beauty castle, but this reimagined centerpiece builds upon that design with a one-of-a-kind addition, unlike anything we've seen at the other Disney theme parks around the world. Uh, quote, this is from the Hong Kong Disneyland site, the architectural elements embrace the characteristics of each heroine through the interpretation of colors, icons, patterns, and cultural features with uniquely designed towers, turrets, and spires dedicated to their respective stories. How, like... It's going to look a hot mess. Well, basically, when you go hot in, if, if, you wanna, if you want to view the castle, they will give you a, a, at least a cap and a stem of a magic mushroom <laughs> and you take that and then you will be able to in you know roughly an hour hour and a half depends if you eat it maybe a little bit longer if you make a tea 15 20 <laughs> i don't know and then maybe you'll be able to determine the colors and the shapes oh like this sounds just like woo! it's a mess it just sounds like garbage uh, it started in 2017 this project to like revamp this man Oof. yeah so uh you know that's cool. Uh, I don't know. Sure. I'm sure it's going to look beautiful. I'm sure it looks great. I'm sure it's... But, like, it. it's just... I don't know. It's it, If you have that much going on and you have to use interpretation of colors, then it just... For me, it's sort of going to be generic and blah, even though it's really pretty. I don't know. It's hard to I, I think um, Chanel used to say that you... Uh, when you get dressed and you put on all your jewelry, you should always take like two pieces of jewelry off like you have to always con like continually edit yourself and i feel like that's what they need to do they need to take 13 princesses off you just and quoted chanel i know who are you right i know now? where did you pick that nugget of that's a good that's a good that's a good quote and she's right yeah. less is more less <laughs> is more <laughs> yeah i mean i don't know man whatever get out of my face with 14 princesses because well, things get lost like there's gonna be so much going on that 
like things just get missed. Like that's yeah. really why I don't really like the um the storybook canal boat ride. Because, well, first the line sucks, but then like the the it takes you through the thing, and they're, like there's just so much going on all the time. I don't know. Like you're you're looking at so many different things, and I I hate it. I don't know. I mean that I I disagree with you on that because there's a narrator, and there's actually like there's different sections of that thing. They're not all like if they took Storyland canal boats and just put it in one area and you stood there and looked at it that then I could like, see that it's too much. I just got like really sad that like we can't go to Disneyland because Alice would like trip out on like I was just thinking about her going on that ride right now. She'd oh, trip yeah. out. Yeah. Well, she's clumsy. <laughs> um, that's all I have. I think uh, we're done. I think we're done. Let's look at the chat. Let's see if they agree with anything I'm saying. Joe Biden tipped us $5. Hell yeah, dude. Riding with Biden all the way to the bank, brother. Thanks, man. Preach. Appreciate that. <laughs> yeah. And it, you could have said Prince Philip, Prince Eric, Aladdin. Charming. Was Aladdin, yep. <laughs> a, was Aladdin a prince? Well, he pretended to be. You could have argued. Prince Ali. I've never seen Fabulous Aladdin. he. Uh, Prince Hans. Prince Hans. Um, I know you've seen Frozen. Yeah, you have. You know what's funny is like we watched the uh, the Frozen short in this the, house, which is like the cold. Yeah. Yeah. And so Alice also number one pretends to sneeze like her. She goes, <laughs> um, but the uh, the the point where uh, that gross chick sneezes into the horn and makes a snot ball. And it goes and hits Prince Hans while he's, like, scooping the uh, manure. Yeah. So I took it upon myself as the good father figure that I am to explain to her what that is, is is poo-poo, is horse poo-poo. And it's really funny because I was, like, I laughed at the scene and she starts laughing with me because she's stupid and idiot and has no idea what I'm laughing at. She's a parrot. And I'm like, no, look, this is, let me explain to you why. Um, So after the electroshock kind of wore off, Uh I was able to tell her. Um, I go, that's horse poo-poo. You're awful. So then we watch it like the next day because this is we're, we're Groundhog Day in this house for <laughs> more than one reason. Anyway, and she's like, <laughs> she's like, she, I forget the words, the the dumb phrase that she used, but she wanted me to rewind it to like back to the horse poo poo. <laughs> and we huh. watch it like three times in a row. She <laughs> laughed every single time. Like it was the funniest thing she'd ever seen. Because now there's context. I'm glad you're developing her sense of humor. Poo-poo is always funny. I appreciate it. It's yeah. true. It's true. <laughs> Doo-doo, caca, poo-poo, it's funny. It's true. All right, I think we're done. <laughs> I think so. What a way to end. Yeah. yeah. Poo-poo, caca, doo What is Sam mixing cement back there? The oh, my gosh. He was just down here. So this is my, my counter. It yeah. extends. And he was down here, like, fishing out. Nice. We have one of those, like, hand crank nice. popcorn things. Oh, yeah. <laughs> okay. I pulled it out. I muted myself. And I was like, are, are, you, are you stupid? <laughs> Do you really think you're about to use that right now? <laughs> I'm going to make some popcorn. <laughs> and now I don't know what he's doing. Like, are you making popcorn in the microwave? No. No. In the, in the microwave. <laughs> microwave. Yes. Hello. <laughs> microwave. Welcome to my home. Would you like to see my microwave? <laughs> Sam's heating cheese. He's heating string cheese. <laughs> Looking at his long ass hair, it looks like he has a microwave. Yeah, his hair is insane. It looks great. <laughs> Sam, you look handsome, brother. He can't hear you. Oh. So this is probably a good thing. He looks okay, handsome. Now I can. You look handsome, Sammy. 
Thank you. You're welcome. <laughs> away from me. Yeah, now, yeah. Get away from me, too, digitally, please. Stop it. <laughs> All right, let's get out of here. Oh, it's been fun. This is, uh, I'll do the exit music uh, in post. I don't, uh, <sighs> it's going to be hard to do right now. But uh, anyway, I'll, I don't know. Let's just, we'll figure it out. We'll sort it out. Let's sort it out. Uh, ears up, uh, outro, outro, outro. <laughs> There we go. All right. Thank you, everybody. I really appreciate you guys tuning in. Uh, not only you folks in the chat room, but uh, you guys just listening to the show in general. Thank you very much. Be sure to tell your friends about us, please. That would be very, very nice. We have tons of other shows. We have Scraping the Vault. We have The Supreme Resort. We have In-Depth. We have Bantha Milk. We have all sorts of fun stuff going on. Uh, the Supreme Resort folks do a game night every Wednesday night. So if you're on Facebook, and I don't know why you would be, um, go uh, look for the Supreme Resort group on Facebook and get in there. They're nice people. They're a little weird, but don't worry about it. And um, <laughs> they'll tell you all the information about the game night. It's really fun. I'm trying to get Dan to stream that on our Twitch channel. So hopefully that'll happen soon at one point. But anyway, I'm getting too far afield. But check us out. Engage with everybody. Uh, 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 Patreon. Go to patreon.com slash ears up. You're going to get the calendar. You're going to get all sorts of fun stuff. Uh, it's all happening over there on... I don't know, on the internet. Things happen on, on the, the internet. internet. On the internet. <laughs> I feel like there's so much I want to say, but I I don't know what it is, and the stuff I can think of to say, I probably shouldn't. So <laughs> that means we should leave. All right, thanks a lot, everybody. Um, until next time, we'll, we'll see you when we talk about the parks. Bye.